Oh my goodness, that's a good question. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I would say yes. Like, yes, that um, because they are such a highly interpretive work. Like, there is, yeah, yeah, huh? it is not a copying of anything, any like at all. It is the most, uh, uh, was it transformative? Like, it is extremely transformative work. <laughs> and we're live. Speaking right. of transformative work, we live. This is this is really strange. Not actually being the one to stream it. Well, do you <laughs> know what's what really strange when? as well, Matt? That, that everyone else in the world is looking at Nevada, thinking, "What the <laughs> fuck are you playing at? How long does it take to count things? For God's sake!" It's hard to count things when your computer. You know, I know what I know what it shit. is. You've taken the, they've taken the law about counting cards in the state of Nevada <laughs> too far, and now people are actually thinking that it applies to postal ballots as well. You can't count more than a few before see, the, the, the some. The, the problem is the problem is they can never get above twenty-one votes. <laughs> Every time they do, they bust and they have to start over recount. <laughs> Oh, and you say that now, but you're talking in Pennsylvania, sir. So you you, you can't be talking because you're st we're still waiting on you too. <laughs> you're hundred and something thousand votes. <laughs> and then they need yeah, to wait. It's for still the, it's still super. I mean, that they keep. I, I swear they can't get off the 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 number hundred thousand because I, I swear I've heard a hundred thousand something for like four days now. Well, it's super sketch when like the Trump votes go up not at all, and two, like twenty seven thousand straight for Biden. I'm like, there's no way you counted exactly twenty seven thousand three hundred and sixteen votes straight for Biden and not a single one for Trump. I'm like, most, what are you doing? What most are you of the doing? time they say like that's an error on the software from like whatever place you're watching it from because like they had one in Michigan where it was 120,000 yeah. went for Biden overnight and then zero for Trump and they said it was a clinical error in regards to updating the county site and they corrected it because some guy tweeted clinical. about it in my oh it was a drama fest on Facebook Clin when I saw that yeah every, everything's a drama fest right now oh my lord well, so we um, like um, every Ubisoft game we don't talk about politics <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no there's no politics in in this podcast you know that's that's actually confused me i've seen a, I've, I've started watching some more twitch streamers not us obviously because i'd be watching me watching me, me. is can i even do that um and people have started kind of getting off on a tirade about covid or people's response to covid and then say but i don't want to get into politics and it's like well shut up then just talk about the video game that you're playing that may or may not have a political meaning because I was watching someone stream Watch Dogs Legion, which definitely isn't political. Um, and then the other person was streaming um, Call of Duty, which has never been political. Um, never. So I, I don't know why, why there is this obsession with not being political. Um, so no, I, feel, I feel... Oh, yeah. Hey, I, hey, I, call, I feel like when people say that, though... Call of Duty yeah, I, 2 wasn't political. Like, go kill the Nazis. Like, the, like killing Nazis is not political. Is there, there was I no, like there was no they don't in, like politics in their video games. They're just saying, oh, I just don't want those politics in my video game. Yeah, or I don't want to hear, or, or I'm being selective in my way of hearing it. Yeah. If, yeah. 
Right. Um, that, that was that was a good start, wasn't it? To end seven yes. day. To end seven day, because there's no politics in Mass Effect. I mean, talking about um, <laughs> global. I'm sorry. Intergalactic <laughs> conflict between and and political ramifications. There's no, there's between, no punching Nazis. Just punching reporters. Which I'm, <laughs> I'm sure there's a few people out in um, I'm, I'm, America right now who'd love to punch lots of reporters, them being part of the filthy <laughs> liberal media, um, just that spreading lies. That, that apparently see. has called this election when I look at every single news outlet and no one has called this election. So, I'm, I'm so <laughs> that, that one just like, I was like, what are you talking about? No a, one's a, called a, anything. A, a, couple, a couple did recant. Like, there were a couple of um, ones that had put their electoral college meter like up to 270 with Biden. Oh. They're like, they're like, yeah, yeah but then, no major the, one. Uh, there, there weren't people who, um, who like ABC or anything like that hadn't gone as far as that, but they were, they definitely did uh, D um, D call several States. Mm. Like, like, like uh, Nevada was one of them. Like they had called Nevada. Like, yeah, that's Biden. Biden. That's a yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. You're right. Arizona. Like, yep. That's my no, I, I, I think Fox did. I think I think he did it because Fox called in. He was heartbroken. He's <laughs> <laughs> like my precious Fox News. They went against me. Because <laughs> apparently they called Rupert Murdoch and he said I'm sticking to my people. So thumbs up to Fox News for once to stick with their people. Right. So we are we are pixel points. We are a group of people from around the world. Or it's just two countries today because Evan couldn't be asked, and he was too busy playing video games. Um, I think he's playing Overcooked at the moment and hating it. Is there any politics in Overcooked? No, but I Is think it? I think it's because Wisconsin was so close. He just didn't want to feel like to represent the state. He felt like two point two demo two liberals on there would be too much for Wisconsin to handle. Is there is there a thing in Overcook where someone marches on saying meat is murder? Um, no, no, but there is you cannibalism. Do, you do cook a okay. lot of sushi, though. As long as it's not whales, whale sushi. Um, yeah, so we definitely don't do politics. Um, we talk about good beer and video games, and sometimes not politics, never. Um, and we're here to talk about N7 Day. Now you got me questioning whether the, Veggie Tales is political. <laughs> Um, uh, the, most, <laughs> the, the most political game ever being um, Minecraft. It's about, it's about taking political. other people's land and turning it into something that you want. Block um, Actually, by block. Hold on, hold on two seconds. Not that there's something wrong with the stream. I have a game that is, is a political game, but it's a very fun game political game so i just have to find it on my steam account because i forgot the name of it so keep talking but i'll find it is is it the one where you um it's set in the uk where you is, pa is it papers please i've heard that's good no it's called oh. democracy three so basically what you play oh. so basically the point of the game is you first you pick what kind of um system you have whether it could be a um, what kind of electoral system you have? It could be United States style with electoral college. It could be the oh, UK fuck by no. popular. Why would vote. anyone want that? That so, needs reform. So you could, so you could pick whatever you want, and then based off that, they already have predetermining factors of saying like, um, there's these little bubbles that basically like, um, it shows how cause and effect happen when you infect when you affect one law, it affects these other things, and you have to try to manage a country basically in a sense with. 
um, with like you have a high case of poor people now because you encased a law where taxes were too high or uh, businesses are leaving. So your revenue is down for the for the country is a really cool like understanding how like how cause and effect of policies and procedures in a basic sense. It's really cool. So I like it. And you can get assassinated. Because you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's you the put a two hundred dollar tax on all firearms. You've disarmed poor people. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've, I've, I'm really lost now. Um, and and yeah, seven we, definitely, we 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 and, don't well, we don't premier, we don't promote drinking. But if you if we and we don't not sponsored. But if someone would like to sponsor us, we would be happy to get sponsored. And, yeah, and so we can get into the the news quickly. Um, we're just doing, going to do a quick uh, round the room. Um, Liam, how's things? Yeah, pretty good. Um, I, I have overcome a great task that I set myself. What game have you finished? I, I finished uh, Lego Harry Potter. Evan warned me. <laughs> <laughs> Evan warned me not to play those god-awful games, I can fully admit now. Um, but I still played them anyway and thought, eh, I just want something peaceful to play while I listen to podcasts. I, I, you didn't, I was you didn't just finish them, though, did you? I, I platinumed them. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, and did you spend I, your encountered, money? I encountered some bugs that hindered me terribly, and I still managed to platinum them. <laughs> did you spend real money on Harry Potter? Um, Buy the game, at least. I feel like I bought it ages ago in the sale. Okay. As long as it was on sale, ago. and not yeah. No, no, I'd, I'd, I'd never buy a Lego game full price. Question. Um, easy in that it's easy to do. Not easy in terms of how much tedium. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I think it's the tedium more than anything else. Um, uh, not even the tedium, just the sheer mediocre. <laughs> absolutely mediocre those games are, especially the first one. It's mind-bogglingly bad at times. Like, and I'm I'm a pretty big Harry Potter fan, so it's uh, it's actually like really bad. <laughs> yeah, for for those of, those of you listening, thank you very much for listening and picking up the podcast wherever you catch your pods. Um, Liam has changed his background for once to um, the picture of Daniel Radcliffe in that stage show where he got naked. That's how much of a, a Harry Potter fan he is. Um, <laughs> He's, he's not really, I just made that up, but he's, he's got the life-size cardboard cutter instead. Um, yeah, it's just Ma over there. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey, how's things with you in Pennsylvania? You're going to drive to Philadelphia and demand that your vote be counted in front of you with you standing six feet or no, six inches away from the person who's counting it. Uh, because I was moving, I actually did go and vote in person. Uh, like, I only moved, like, 20 minutes up the road, but I was, like, I didn't want to mess with the hassle of, like, them, like, sending my ballot to the wrong place and whatever. So I did vote in person. And, like, you know, it was it was good. But um, as far as, uh, I don't know, it, whoever wins, we lose. Uh, moving on. Uh, the lawyers win. That's that's what I've, I've uh, discovered. Whoever, that, whoever yeah, wins, yeah. the lawyers win. Anyway, so um, everything has been pretty well uh, with mine except for my daughter burning her hand two days ago. And so having to uh, constantly be taking care of that and having a uh, 
just looking out for the poor little girl, like wandering around, like run back and forth, but then like slipping on like her hand sock because she's like on a like a tile floor, like, and then flopping her head on the ground, like, oh no, when it rains, it pours. I'm always told that's the most dangerous time is when the child can start walking. <laughs> and she has, out. she has walked three consecutive steps um, in a row unaided on her own, but most of the time she's like, she'll like try, but she's like, this is way too slow. Back on the ground. <laughs> the funniest thing. The funniest thing is when she does the uh, the Mowgli crawl, where she doesn't use her knees. She uses the both her feet and her hands. It's like, like, like this four like this four legged spider. Like and so on. Like, why are you doing that? And she, she's just like, anyway. Uh, yeah, um, and uh, as far as video games, I am trying to um, finish Ghost of Tsushima before the twelfth. So that. Um, I finished like the last major game of the generation before I get the new generation. So it's a good strategy, but I'm waiting until the twelfth to play it. <laughs> Sixty frames per second. That will see. I was. I was. I, I do have a pro, so I like. I do have at least the performance mode. Um, hmm. And I was debating whether I'm like, oh, it's gonna look good. They they said like, hey, we got a patch. Like you can play it awesome with PS5. But I'm like, I'm gonna be playing Miles Morales and Demon Souls. Once that thing hits, I'm not. I'm not going to want to play Ghost of Tsushima because right now I've hit kind of the, not really the Ubisoft slump, but it's kind of the Ubisoft slump. Um, I'm in the second area of that game, and uh, it's hard for me to uh, stay focused on any of the main missions, and I'm kind of dragging a little bit on the side stuff because there's way too many things on the map. And I see the map is huge, and I'm like, oh, it's going to. It's not that huge because the fast travel mechanics so good. It actually is pretty good, and I actually made a point to go out and find some very far points up the map, so when I have a mission out there, I can fast travel. So It's not good. I would say it's the best fast travel mechanic of the generation in regard to load time. I think it's the best fast travel mechanic in any game, because it is just so quick. Well, I, I'm only saying for now, because I heard Spider-Man Miles Morales is really good on that fast travel time, too. Well, I, I watched the Digital Foundry review earlier on, um, they said the load time go from booting up the PS5 to Swing. getting back to the main menu and then in the game, less than six seconds. It's wow. crazy. It was, crazy. So it was four, four and a half seconds to get from the um, PlayStation 5 homepage into the loading screen and then from the save file into the game, one and a half seconds. Oh my gosh! Nice. Oh my it's gosh. a gamer's dream. Oh. Um, so it's not going to be a dream for EA or 2K because <laughs> what are they going to do with all their splash pages for buy fucking oh, FIFA packs and Madden cards? And sorry, I interrupt this uh, podcast uh, to bring you that CNN has declared Joe Biden the elected president. Wow! wow. CNN did that. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to say I interrupt this podcast because a, a Mass Effect video yeah, has dropped. Seriously. Um, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> Liam, there's more important Jeez, stuff Liam, going on. What, what's going on? Keep I'm sorry, guys. Out of my games. I, I need to get my priorities in the right place. You spoiled right it place. for me, man. You spoiled it. I was going to look up the I was going to have a good breakfast in anonymity. Damn it, you now, I'm, I'm sorry. From now on, I'm only going to talk about Demon Souls See, and Mass Effect. It doesn't Effect. count because my phone didn't tell me. My phone didn't say anything about him winning. So you overcooked my grits. Work. You curdled my milk. Okay, I understand if you don't want to let me back on the podcast. Cool. 
banned. Oh, we, we need someone. We need someone to pat it out when. On the put your milk in before your tea bag. Yeah, of course. You, no, you, no, you no, don't. don't. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm saying he did it out of order. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, well, you'd, you'd scold the milk if you poured the hot water on. Exactly. It. Exactly. Um. Monstrous. Right. So, Matt, I know what temperature it is in Las Vegas, so I don't really care how you're doing anymore. Um, well, I was going to say, I, I dropped off my ballot on October 17th. It still has not been counted, but apparently Joe Biden's president, so who cares? <laughs> right? well, well, you didn't vote for him, so you it doesn't matter. Vote for him anyways. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Sorry, it's uh, 20 degrees here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Mitch, how's things with you? And um, we can move on to uh, actual. It's, it's good. It rained last night, which kind of sucks because I wanted to play tennis this afternoon. So I'm hoping the court will be dry by the time I get out there. <laughs> the one day it rained. <laughs> just... is it, is, was that just rubbing you, you going out and being able to play tennis is just rubbing it into all of the people watching from England who can't go and play tennis because of the the least lockdown lockdown I think I've ever been through, where <laughs> yeah. pretty much everything is open except for normal retail outlets and hospitality Which literally everything else is open and it's it is really really odd it's, it's um, um and then i was gonna say game i was playing i was just trying to finish up and now i forgot what game i was finishing up hmm. i was trying to finish up neo 2 oh uh how'd you like that i haven't finished it no, I, I mean, how have you liked your experience so far? Like, uh, it's for a second review. Oh, uh, I think I've only gone like seven hours that's, farther than last time on my review, and my review still stands. <laughs> gotcha. Um, it hasn't changed much. It's still hard as mm -hmm. hell, but I'm yeah. I because I, I don't I'm not getting a PS5, so I'm not getting Demon Souls. So you know, it's kind of what I'm gonna get. Is it? Yeah, uh, if I is want, it, if I is want it the gaming equivalent of self-flagellation, I'll carry on playing Neo Two. Is um. Is your lack of PS5 uh, due to budget or just not being able to pre-order one? Budget. Okay. 100%. I would have bought one if I, if gotcha. I had a budget for it. Right. I would have bought and, both. And I would have bought an Xbox Burkoff. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why Evan's not come on, because he's the only person who isn't in the Xbox ecosystem at all. Or the Windows ecosystem. Wait, isn't oh. Liam not in the the Xbox ecosystem? Oh, uh, I I haven't. Well, actually, I have um, I have like two base Xbox ones, <laughs> um, and I, I just up, hooked, hooked up together to form a, a <laughs> Xbox the Series X. Two. Um, <laughs> I, I just sold my One X a little while ago because uh, I thought, well, I, I might as well sell it now while it's worth something, <laughs> and then I'll get a Series X sometime next year, I imagine. Um, it's Microsoft comes out introducing a new kind of console Xbox One with Xbox One equals Xbox Three. <laughs> <laughs> right, we do, we're doing beers, um, and I'm starting. Let's just turn this off quickly so you can actually see the can because it's pretty freaking cool. Can, can, can you do that? Can, oh, that is cool. Yeah, that, that is pretty is cool. Nice. Right, it's for like those listening, I'm can. drinking Anarchy, Anarchy Brew Company Hollow Heroes. Um, it was going to be um, one of my Halloween beers to drink, but then we did the Wait. Halloween show, which Matt hasn't put up yet Wait, on YouTube. how did YouTube. you say that? Isn't it Anarchy? Or is that Anarchy? Yeah. You said yeah. Anarchy. Anachrity. Yeah. Anarchy. 
Oh, it is anarchy. Okay. Um, not to be confused with the Japanese anarchy. It's that slightly like piss. Odd color. <laughs> uh, like I would be careful of that because that is how my urine looked recently during my sinus infection. Oh, no. that's uh, see, so you're not going to put me off drinking it. Okay. Stuff right. like that doesn't put me off. See, it's fine. see what it does. Right, look like. it, it looks like mm. urine combined with apple juice. It's got Thank the consistency for... of apple juice, but yet the discoloration of urine. If it's clear and yellow, you got juice there, fella. If it's tangy and brown, you're in cider town. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> it's a um, vegan-friendly IPA. Um, okay. No 5.3% by volume. And it's, a, it's a slightly hazy, but it's not a hazy IPA. Um, very floral and quite drinkable. Um, I'm going to also be having the Wild Beer Company Nebula. And this is a hazy IPA. Nice. That's, that's a cool can too. I like it. Mm. I've had this on the show before, but I don't think I managed to show the can up. No. Um, yeah. But I've had I had that before, and that's very nice as well. If you can get your hands on the Wild Wild Beer Company Nebula, that's the only one of the three that I can find that I like. The other two um, are not that good. I did see something that I, someone's doing um, a special in Waitrose, and as they're doing a special limited edition beer from Sharps Brewery in Cornwall, but it's a chocolate stout, so I'm not drinking that shit. <laughs> You're missing out. No, I'm not. Could be delicious. Um, um, right. Does anyone else have beers or beer they want to talk about? It does. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Turn this off. Um, McWomble, you must choose a different image. I, I That's our shared background this one on image. Discord. That's our background image. You can't take our background image. He's just inceptioning the background image. All right. Um, so it looks like they're punching you in the face. So, you know, because okay, I, I'll just be Commander Shepard's chest for the moment. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Nipple armor. Anyway, um, I am re-reviewing um, Officer uh, Officer Kinky Thompson's Pale Ale because last time I had it, it was four in the morning, and I don't remember anything of what it tasted like. <laughs> so, and I didn't actually give you guys a uh, a review of the actual. It's um, the notes itself is almost like a slightly roasted uh, barley in the uh, the pale ale, but it doesn't talk about roasting. It's but, got to stay as that one. But um, I it's, don't uh, have any other pictures in um, landscape. They're all portrait. Uh, but it's extremely drinkable. It's got a nice crisp like front and then a, like a very mild bitter slide on the back. So it doesn't hit any IPA notes. Um but it's got just a good, crisp, like, you know, a late fall pale ale taste to it. And it's wonderful. But, like, no spice, no kind of, like, hop, gussying up the system or whatever with anything that you wouldn't normally make beer with. Uh, but it's very delicious. Thank you, Officer Thompson. 6.2% um, by volume and 35 ibus. <laughs> International British units. This is what I had last night. Uh, stone, stone uh, 
Ben Aveza Salt and Lime Lager. Oh. Uh, 4.7%. Mm. It's a lager. It tastes like salt and lime. It's not so bad. That's weird. Cliff notes. Yeah, one, one thumb up. One thumb up. Out of how many thumbs not, do you have? Out of we're not using the goddamn um, digital presents idle game chat scoring system of thumbs up. <laughs> okay. How many toes is it? You see, I, they should they should change it to how long is the core in the um, is it core or is it just now you remind now you're just reminding me off, I, there I, you go there you go instead of one thumb it's one finger. <laughs> He's reminding me I, I owe o taps some um, more vo. No, you don't. Don't give him anything. It's from Essex. Doesn't deserve it, mate. <laughs> Stay away from Stop that. Stop tapping o taps. Yeah. It... <laughs> Dodgy around that way, mate. Isn't it? Um, right. So in seven day, Casey Hudson has issued a statement, uh, which I won't read all of, but um, getting into the actual body of what is going to change for um, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition that's going to be released in spring 2021. Um, super sharp resolution. I don't know if that's a feature specific to um, a TV setting on your new 4K display for those of you who have them. So you'll have to go to the, the super sharp resolution mode for that. Um, uh, faster frame rates beautiful visual enhancements not ugly visual enhancements that's a, I've, that's something i always find funny it's like delicious food as opposed to outside a restaurant rather than saying disgusting food why would anyone write that doesn't make any sense um the mass effect legendary edition will include single player base content and dlc for mass effect mass effect 2 and mass effect 3 plus promo weapons arms and packs all remastered and optimized for 4k ultra hd It'll be available in spring 2021 for Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC, forward compatible, and target enhancements on Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. More information in the new year. Meanwhile, here at BioWare, a veteran team has been working hard at work envisaging, envisioning the next chapter in the Mass Effect universe. Who's um, just going to retcon Andromeda then? <laughs> well, so, I mean, to be fair, they don't need to, you know, because well, it's yeah, somewhere it's, else. Yeah. yeah. Um, we are in the early stages of the project and can't say any more just yet. We're looking forward to sharing our vision for where we are and where we'll be going next. My theory are is we... they're going to connect Anthem to this. <laughs> no. Okay. No. That anthem was Mass Effect all along. <laughs> well, there's there's only so much you can polish the turd that is anthem. Um, if anyone's, if people haven't seen the 42 second uh, teaser trailer, if those character models are actually the in-game character models for the character, they do look quite brilliant. Um, particularly. Um, Garrus and Morden, who are probably two of the more interesting characters anyway. Um, Morden's one of my favorite characters in video games ever. So, yeah, he is a really interesting character for sure. And he sings in Time of the Pirates of Penzance. So, what more <laughs> do you want from a video game? Definitely not politics. Uh, so, Matt. 
you and I are, have already did a big deconstruction of Mass Effect before we started doing podcasts. Right. Um, back when Evan hosted podcasts. <laughs> so are, are you are you excited? Oh yeah, absolutely. I have I bought all three for my Xbox One, the the 360 versions. Um, I'm gonna buy this for sure, just to have higher resolution textures. Um, if they re-release it again after this, I'll buy it again. Um, <laughs> this is this is his new Final Fantasy Final VII. Fantasy VII. He's yeah. buying it forever. <laughs> Strangely enough, I've I've got. Um, all three collector's editions, um, hard copy collector's editions. Do you know what's going to be the Ooh. best thing about this remastered version, though? What? It's not going to come with better with Connect at the top of the box. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You could have said your commands for it. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, that was God. that was only three, though, right? No, it was two and it three. Two and oh, three. okay. And it was bloody terrible. Oh, so I'd so be romantic. playing. <laughs> Sorry, but they'll bring back that optimized for Xbox Series X logo just for you. Stick it right in the middle there. <laughs> um, I'd, I'll definitely be buying this again. Even though I've got all three collector's editions in hard copy, I bought all the DLC, um, all the paid DLC. Um, and. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll just buy it again and play through it all again because I'll have something to play then on my Xbox Series X that I'm actually getting. Yeah. What were what uh, were the tier of collector's editions for these games? Because like some are like you know just like you know like you know a couple dozen or a uh, couple tens of dollars more. Like instead of you know fifty, they're like eighty or something like that. Or were these like the big bonanza like hundred twenty, two hundred dollar? No, there was one of those. Sorry, it's just got dark here because we started a bit later. Um, there was for Mass Effect Andromeda, the stupid one that came with the RC car. Um, and then there was another one that came with a model of the ship. Um, but the original three games, they were just boxed copies okay. um, that you got um, extra content for. For the first one, you got um, art book, um, a DVD of yeah. some of the design um, backstage elements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got the first editions of the Dark Horse comics nice. that are based on nice. the Mass Effect universe. I would love to get more collector's editions, but I got burned the first time I went out for them and ended up spending like 300 plus dollars on Dark Souls 2 collector's editions. So um, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> the 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 collector's edition that at least for the Xbox ended up at GameStop for fifteen bucks a piece. Mm. So. I just realised I put the light on behind me, so that's not going to work. I might have to move and do the rest of this standing up so that the light okay. actually shines in my face. Mitch, how are you feeling about the N seven day news? Nah, it's, it's. I mean, I I I like the series. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'd rather just get something new than get a remastered of the games because I already have them. I already play them. They work fine in their current state. I don't need upgraded textures to... Upgrade textures is not a reason enough to release a game another time. At least for me. That's that's 
the I mean, um, except, about, I, except I'll admit Mass Effect 1 is not very good with its controls and everything. So well, they haven't said that they're going to change any of that. They just said that they're I, going to... I, I mean, if they don't... If, to it. If, they, if they don't, then that's a big mistake. That is a horrible mistake that they oh, made, cool. and it will really make me not want to buy it, because I don't want to play those horrible controls again. Yep. Yeah, they, they uh, we've, we've already like, confirmed that the shooting is better than Uncharted, so... No, it's not. That's a, that, that, no. was a, that was a fact. It no. was written in stone. Nah. Whether, whether this fact is confirmed or not, that isn't actually very high praise. And, we, and, and, we, and, we live in a post-truth society. And, and to the fact. knowledge, I believe Burkoff was drinking at the time, so I don't know if we can count him at his word on that one. <laughs> Um, I, I think you're wrong, though, Keith, about um, them not updating Mass Effect 1, because they sort of alluded to it in, in this article, saying that they're going to work on updating texture shaders, models, effects, but also the technical features of the free games. But the, and then they also... the technical features don't include mechanics. Technical... Yeah, they do. Yeah. I, I, I don't read that into it. When, I I read, that, like, when, they, when they talk about the... And the only reason why I'm saying this is because they talked about the three. They would have said controls. Like I honestly, they would they would have said controls because they said textures. They talked everything about the visual, nothing about how the game actually functions. Yeah, that would be the technical. That's not yeah. technical. I, I I think that's technical. Well, it depends on what so you're yeah. you're, uh, um, um, then they... you're talking in semantics because technically technically everything is technical when it comes yeah. to technically designing a video game. Yeah, it's all so, technicality. <laughs> they they wouldn't put technical after listing the textures, shaders, models, and effects. You know, sure. uh, and also they put emphasis on modernizing all three games. I would. It'll be, it'll be interesting because and, uh, and also I'm sort of going off of what Jeff Grubbs already said as well. Mm-hmm. Clearly I actually well done Lee for interrupting Matt when he was just about to say something. Yeah, well, I was going to say the so the first game they put into the second game's engine for the PS3 because that didn't exist originally. So uh, when they did the the Mass Effect trilogy box set that you could buy, um, the PlayStation Three version of Mass Effect One was. Uh, built inside the Mass Effect 2's engine. So I don't know if that's what they're talking about. Um, is this technically EA's second remaster? Yes, it is. Correct. So after, uh, them, after them saying categorically that they would never, they don't do remasters, they believe in new experiences. It, it, it's not so much a remaster, though, because when they originally did the trilogy box set, that was just a re-release, you know, of all three games together. But again, Berkhoff just explained it, that they had to yeah, put no, the no, first but, game into the second game's engine. That had to take yeah, a lot yeah, of work. Yeah, Mikey's not talking about they, Mass Effect, he's talking about all their games in general. Yeah, I was oh, like, because right. uh, I think that what the one Need for Speed, or, or uh, not, uh, sorry, um, no, no, not not. Was it was it a Need for Speed? Burnout so. Paradise. Yeah, Burnout Paradise. Burnout. Burnout Paradise. That's what I was saying because Burnout Paradise is their was their first remaster, and so technically this is their second remastering um, endeavor, which is going to be interesting because um, uh, interesting for two parts. One, just to see how technically they handle it because they don't have really much of a back catalog to say this is how well we can do it, and two. Um, well, how well I'll, it's actually I'll, I'll take objection there. Did you okay. not see the Command and Conquer mobile game? That's not a remaster. Oh no, the the Command and Conquer remaster the um, on PC. 
And my my friend bought that, and they actually said it was really, really good. Like the um, but uh, what the so yeah, this is gonna be. I possibly uh, am pretty interested in actually jumping into this because this was um one of those games that or uh, this series of games was one of the uh, the other sides of the coin because a lot of my friends and uh, roommates and I because we had one big TV um, when someone had a big giant game that they were playing a lot of the times other people in the house would come and watch them play through games and then we'd kind of swap back and forth so like I played Witcher 3 and then my buddy played Horizon Zero Dawn and then I played like Neo and like one of the Dark Souls and then he played uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 and so we kind of together experienced um, a lot of these huge long Endeavor games because we only had one big TV to play these on and so I've watched a considerable amount of Mass Effect play but I've never played them myself um, and it and Could so I just, to ask, ask you a couple of questions won't sure. you so in terms of your gaming habits would you say you're more that kind of I'd like to get my teeth into a big, meaty game, particularly RPGs. Would you say that? Um, Would you agree? Strongly agree? <laughs> uh, moderately, agree. moderately agree. Don't agree one way or the other. Slightly disagree. Heavily disagree. Or extremely disagree. With one to seven being your options. Um, I would say in general, I do enjoy diving into... Um, at least statistically, I do enjoy diving into these RPGs and other stuff like that. Uh, it is has been difficult over the past couple of years uh, since getting married, uh, getting a, 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 a spawn, and um, moving. <laughs> um, has changed my gaming habits significantly. Um, I wouldn't always say for the better, but uh, but on paper, I would be into something like this. And then the other- my my follow up would be in. Is it, do you have a preference towards um, a setting within those games? So yes. Matt is weird. Yeah. Matt is weird because he he likes both fantasy and science fiction. I don't know what's wrong with him. He may be um, I do, some I kind do. of split personality disorder. I do like both, but I will say, back in the day, I pirated Dragon Age, not Mass Effect. <laughs> so that's the real. That's the real. So so like I, 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 I will I will say like I. Um, which which it ended up biting me in the butt anyway because it was like the the crystal diamond edition which had a whole bunch of mods pre baked in one of them being like epic loot drops like even at the very beginning of the game so my inventory was packed full of things I couldn't even sell because I hadn't even gotten to a point in a game where I had a merchant so like the game was broken so I deleted it and uninstalled it but um, in general I do prefer um, uh, I would say mid to low fantasy actually as my favorite type of genre uh for this type of stuff but um but i have plenty of sci-fi stuff that i enjoy and um i would be happy to jump into this depending on what were they saying sometime in 2021 spring spring 2021 well uh if i do jump into it it probably won't be day one it will probably be a little bit later uh, because there is a considerable backlog of things I'm trying to finish, um, and in that thing, if I'm com- if I want to play, if the choice is between this and Cyberpunk 2077 um, in late 2022, 
um, I would definitely pick Cyberpunk because uh, it's new. Yeah, it is new. Actually, actually, given that choice, and then I'd like to ask Mitch a question. Um, well, I'm not that I'd like to. I'm going to. I, I, I try and facilitate this fucking thing, so I'm just going to... You know, I don't know why I was questioning myself. Moderate. This is the most Moderate. moderating you've been in a it's while. Good. It's good. He's, he's channeling his inner usually, Kyle Boston. Usually we all just talk over each other, but this is the first time we've actually like had you had you go, I'm going to ask you a question. Now I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> go ahead. You're doing good. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I'm not either tired or started drinking too early. Um, so the... I've lost my train of thought now. Um, I'll just, um, yeah, if, if it came down to it, I'd buy this anyway, but I'd play Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk because first. I've yes. already been, I've already lived in this universe for mm -hmm. over 500 hours. Yeah, which um, I have not. But the problem is I will be colored by a lot of the experiences I viewed through others. Yeah, but this time around you get to make the different choices that mm -hmm. You, you, your Commander Shepard can be your Commander Shepard rather than Indeed. watching someone else go through that. Yeah. Um, so, Mitch, if you're, what would, what would it take for you to see to maybe not even, not necessarily buy this? We, if you end up with a Xbox All Access and EA Play wrapped up in it, and this happened to be on as part of that EA Play mm. deal. Um, what would make you think, actually, I'm going to go back and give this another go? Okay, well, first off, that, that, the last part of, like, made it sound like I didn't like the game. <laughs> when you no, say no, I'm not saying that you did it. But, um, but uh, no, I get you. Um, it just have to, it, honestly, it just depends on, like, time. Like, what games are, like, have I finished a bunch of games already? Do I have time to, like... It's similar to you guys in the in the perspective of, you know, like, if there's a new game out, I'd rather play the new game than play this older game. And I think to kind of put some hot tea on the, on the stove, um, I personally think the reason why they're making this trilogy is because EA is afraid to let them make a new Mass Effect game because of how bad the last one went. And also, I think the team is so new that they're also like, Oh, Mrs. We Berkhoff, need to... have a nice day. <laughs> also, the team is probably so new that they're like, we're afraid to have you make a Mass Effect game. So go make the old one and, and see if you can do that. If you can do that, then you can make a new one. <laughs> I think there could be a, 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 an element of that. I think the, the fact that Mass Effect Andromeda was received so poorly yeah um which they're think, trying to which i think it would not been that bad if it was released when it should have been not released so it was released too early we all can agree that well it, it was released to meet uh, fiscal no. that was it it got delayed twice and then ea put the the, ham, the the hammer down and said this is coming out and that's it because they had to um, keep the shareholders happy and they needed it out but in March. Yeah, it but, seemed like there what... still were a lot of design decisions about andromeda that were yeah. that even if more it, time would not have fixed like but, I, but I, it, it, it would have gotten rid of a lot of the technical problems and so people would yes that's people wouldn't I'm, have been so frustrated with yes 
that part. I think and I then, think the game would have not reviewed as well, but I think it would have reviewed better and got a better. Oh, would have just yeah. been like it's an okay Mass Effect game. It's not brilliant. It's just okay mm-hmm. compared to like this is garbage because look at this character model doing the jiggles. Yeah, people love to shit on that, and it does. It didn't deserve the some of the scores that it was getting. In there my were, opinion, there were a couple, there were a couple of okay uh, cool. game. It's it. I mean, I, yeah. it's playable. Yeah. It's enjoyable. It's not amazing. It's not the originals, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's a good game. Yeah, there there are a couple of uh like people who did like all right like we're reviewing this game like six months later or a year later just to, like to try and see like what this game could have been, um and they're like it's still like this would have been like a seven point three or something like that or. 7.3 or maybe 7.9 yeah, something like that. people giving it fives and fours. And oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. That, that that's unfair. That's unfair. But they're like, even the game, this Andromeda at its best, was nowhere near um, uh, so I, I, the original was, trilogy. If, before everyone rudely interrupt me, no one asked me how I was today. By the way, just to just to say that um, we know you're the, fine. <laughs> part, part of my part of my thinking, based on what you were saying, Mitch, is. Was this um, either a kind of back pocket strategy thing? Where they said, right, so Andromeda did so terribly badly critically um, and, and, with our, and, and financially and with our community. Um, how do we reinvigorate the IP? Um, oh, we can give the people the games that they actually liked whilst then going back and thinking about what we do next with the IP. So, um, which leads to the ultimate question is, sorry, Liam, go ahead. Oh, I was saying, I, I just wanted to make a few corrections for you guys. Um, well, in the same blog post today, they announced that a new Trump's Mass Effect up, game Trump's is actually in, won. Um, that a, <laughs> that a new Mass Effect game actually is in development. Um, yeah. and it has been in development for a while. No, they said um, it's in early development. No, but Very like it's still in early. early. Like games can be in uh, games can be in early development. It's been years. early development for a while. Early as long as like someone has months. a notebook, as long as someone yeah, has no. a legal pad that says Mass Effect sequel five. the point the point is is that um, they're, they're making a new game, and I, I know they've rehired a bunch of like staff that used to work there. So, and the thing with Andromeda being like not successful was sort of it wasn't the main bioware team it was bioware montreal like and a lot of the people that worked there hadn't even worked on mass effect games before but that doesn't matter it still ended up being bad like you, you... well they they shut the studio down well they they well they essentially shut the studio down and moved them most of the employees that were still there to motive games so they reallocated, re-allocated the workforce. people exactly exactly um, I, I, um... So, so Liam, just just to correct you, I don't I don't actually hear any corrections. I just hear yeah, no, those were you didn't correct. <laughs> well, I did because don't, I don't don't tell involved. don't tell me that you're correcting me and then don't correct me. Correct me. I'm, <laughs> I'm confused what you corrected us on. That's what I'm confused. Yeah, but there's a new game in development. Yeah, but so we, we know that there's we a new game. That. Well, it, it can't be a test of whether like they can make a new game if oh. they're already no, 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 When I say test, I mean, can you make a finished product? They have proved they can make mm. a finished product. You got far enough. Now you can develop a new game well, because they, they developed... will sell well. That's the point. They, they know they, it's going to sell. They made sell. Dragon Age Inquisition. That's a finished game. I don't get the point. Like, 
They didn't no, release a, a unfinished game. No, but the thing is, Mass Effect has already have the original trilogy has a blue point. It's not making a game from scratch. You're remastering a game. That's Blueprint. easier than doing something from. A, well, a, they're, they're remastering the game because of fan demand. No, mm-hmm. they're doing it because they yes. want to make money. It's the only reason why. They yeah, do. because yes. of fan demand and the fans and the demand <laughs> yeah, the of the fans. fans. Are and it's like, oh, I, that that could get us some money. <laughs> all the all the fry memes take my money. Like Mass Effect trilogy remaster, like yeah, they, they um, do have an influence. There is an element of that, and I also think there's an element of EA needing to do something different because they they've said right up until um, Burnout Paradise remastered that they don't do remasters, and you'd think, well, then Liam mentioned the Command and Conquer one. They've got that all of this IP from the thirteen studios that they murdered and buried under the car park. Um, <laughs> that they could potentially be drawing on. And even if it is just doing small-scale remakes of old games or um, full-blown remasters, they've got a whole heap of IP that's just sat there not earning them any money. But I think think the point, Keith, is like specifically for this one is Bioware has had multiple multiple epic fails in recent times Ooh. yeah multiple, Two's a multiple more than one okay <laughs> and, and, and they're not just <laughs> yeah. fails they've been epic fails yeah. uh, and really and, only and one so, of you don't sig- come so what can you significant. do what can significant. you significant and what can um, you- no 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 uh, um actually i i just got to point out that like they, they have been failures in terms of overall success but Mass Effect Andromeda sold below their estimates, but still sold enough it still to make made, It still made money, yeah. and Anthem like, sold And Anthem, so, yeah, it made so much money despite being an abject failure in almost every other way Correct. conceivable. But, but in, yeah. in regards to people's um, faith now in Bioware as a studio, it has hindered significantly since those two releases, regardless of how they sold. And I think EA is trying to say, what can we do to guarantee us a win? This Everyone, stop say, talking. Matt, Matt, has, Matt has unmuted his mic. <laughs> he is going to come out with a pearl of wisdom that will just blow make sure your you stroke the beard off. when you finish. Just to... <laughs> I was going to say, like, I think most people, in terms of Bioware, like, I, I think we care about what Bioware does, but the yeah. the general public, I think they see EA. I think that it's not necessarily. Um, you know, like, I don't know, somebody else talk. Uh, and, uh, well, I thought what you were saying as well. I, I don't think EA cares too much about what people think of Bioware either. Um, I think they do because that leads to sales. Well, it leads to their share price. If, if Bioware released another dog I mean, of the game. Bioware really moved the needle in terms of EA share price compared to things like FIFA and Battlefield. No, not to um, Need for Speed. Well, Why do they keep freaking making Need for Speed games? For if fuck's you sake? look at their well, expectations for the sales of Mass Effect Andromeda, yes, they do expect them to move that share price for sure. Yeah, with the expectations some... they had for those two games, absolutely. They see Bioware yeah. as one of their heavy hitters, along with their. Um, FIFA and Madden, yeah, exactly. and Battlefield. That is well, one of their guarantees. That's kind of what my, my, my point. My point is, is tomorrow they could shut down Bioware and it would make no difference in their stock price. I think I, it I, would. I think it would. No, not would not, not as much as say if every country in the world did what happened in the Netherlands, 
No one up on that read up on that news. I'm confused. What are you talking about? So in the yep. Netherlands, the the um, gambling commission. Oh yes. Um, oh, fined yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. EA gotcha. ten million euros, and then they're going to issue further fines of five hundred thousand euros a week until Sorry, EA was, takes. It was just too much generality for me to understand gotcha. the connections. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so that, but, that, but if, Liam and if, Liam and Matt, I understand a little bit what you're talking about because within this community, within like yeah. within uh, people who actually listen to a gaming podcast and stuff like that, that's uh, the prospect of it being made by Bioware makes a big deal to us. Like the how good Bioware actually does on this project means something. But to still, even for a game like Mass Effect, most of the people who play this game don't could not tell you what studio made that game. They maybe yeah. could have told you EA did it because it's blasted at you every time you do EA, EA, EA. Um, but most people don't, follow the studios that make their favorite games people should but they should they should but most people mm. don't and so all they know is like ah it's a mass effect game and yeah, so they'll say it's an ea game but then, and so, but bioware montreal or whatever most people wouldn't but care like, or understand but that's, that's, like the, that's the but that's the issue there you go that's a huge issue though because the last mass effect game is not received very well so yeah, when they yeah. see Mass Effect on a box, doesn't matter yeah. who made it. But oh yeah, it yeah, is, that's what it But means. it is being yeah. made by the same studio, so that does hurt it. No, it's not yeah. being made by the same studio. It's no, been it's made been by drawn by Bioware, yeah, rather than Montreal. I'm, I'm did. still saying yeah. Bioware all is one right now because they are taking people from Montreal, and those people are making this game. Yeah, and th and that's and that's a fair and that's a fair point. I'm just saying most people like who played it, who played. Any game, really, but in specifically like either Anthem or um, Mass Effect Andromeda, they'll see Mass Effect and they go, oh, that last one was a stinker. And they're not going to look into, well, oh, oh, there was a B team that made it that didn't get enough time or whatever. Like, no, all they're going to see is like that last Mass Effect game was <clears throat> was dookie. Right. So, and so a lot of a lot of this is going to be um, so in terms of new sales. So there's going to be a proportion of people who never played the original trilogy who may have played Andromeda and thought, what was all the fucking fuss about? Yep. Um, and it's going to, I, th I can see a lot of support for this game coming from um, gaming press and that driving some of the, the attitude towards this remaster and saying, and there's a box quote time, um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, these are the good ones. Um, Not only that, like it's word of mouth. What sells general games? Word of mouth from us gamers. When your mom and dad asked you, "What do you get Billy for Christmas?" Or you nothing. Talk, or he's, you been just a, he's been a bad boy. He's getting a lump of coal. With fucking turd. <laughs> a shotgun. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> only in Pennsylvania. Uh, but uh, but basically, like you know, it's it's the word of mouth from us that gives the general game. A lot of a lot of um, boost. It's not just the marketing, but marketing does help, especially where you target that marketing. So, like if you're if you're gonna put the Mass Effect trilogy on the Super Bowl, holy cow, that's gonna get to a lot of people. And maybe yep. your friend or uh, person's gonna go, "Hey, what's this Mass Effect game that they posted that looks really cool?" Yep. And then you can tell them, like, this is a re remaster of a really really good game. You can go play this. Where, you know, I think. 
I think what happened with Andromeda with that, even though, yes, it did sell well and they did make money off of it. And that's because the word of mouth of people going, it's the next Mass Effect game. And yeah. the general audience is doing that. But when you now have people going in the next Mass Effect game, people might be, I'm going to be a little cautious about it. I might mm -hmm. not recommend it to somebody right away without seeing more details about it or without playing it because I don't know. For, forgive me for bringing Anheuser-Busch into this conversation, um, but it feels it's like... Beer. You see it's yeah, it's about correct, beer. Correct, correct. But, but I'm going to mention two beers neither of us would probably uh, really drink. Um, and anything made like, by Anheuser-Busch? No, uh, I'm going Bud to Light. specifically reference normal red can Budweiser and Bud Light. Now, play with me. Um, Actually, it seems my like, family drinks Budweiser, so you're good. Correct. I'm just saying the five here. My family drinks Bush Light and plays cornhole in Ohio. <laughs> like, like, just leave me alone. Um, I was going to mention cornhole. Bush Light. Anyway, so what I'm saying is that it seems like the Mass Effect trilogy, like the remaster, is kind of like Red Can Budweiser. Like Budweiser only has to advertise their normal beer twice a year. Mm -hmm. And one of them is their Clydesdale Christmas Budweiser commercial like they hardly spend any marketing whatsoever money on their normal beer because it already sells itself like it it, it everyone knows budweiser exists it's the same thing it's if you want it you buy brand. it it's, it's a family brand they don't have to do anything all almost all of their like 90 percent of their marketing budget is on bud light is on bud light and whatever new iterations of it that they have and so what seltzer that's the new one I've Bud seen. Light seltzer, like whatever your Bud Light sounds like, disgusting. Gustaba, actually, Bud Light lime with lime. <laughs> actually, I will I will say, d despite um, the Bud Light seltzer is actually um some of the most seltzer tasting seltzer that I've had because I've tried a bunch of the others and they taste malty and whatever because I actually like seltzer anyway. Um, but it feels like that EA is going to have to pump so much marketing and convincing money into the new game, just like Bud Light. Whereas I think the Mass Effect trilogy is gonna be in Evergreens. Like people are like, oh, was, this is a household This is what brain. I was alluding to earlier by saying, this can warm up people to the new game. And if, the, if this remaster lives up to my personal expectations of it being freaking awesome 4K, and if they, if they do some subtle tweaks to um, some of the gameplay mechanics, um, particularly in one, but not a, tweaking. I'd like more of the RPG elements from one in the previous two, if I'm honest. Um, but warming people up to a new one in this way. So here's the good shit. And now trust us that the game that's currently in development, this is going to be brand new, is going to be as good. You know what? You know what's going to get people to trust it? Liam they, telling people that it's good. <laughs> well, the other thing would be is, you know, them saying, and, and if it's true, like, I mean, it, 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 this is a possibility. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. But if them remaking the first game from scratch, if that's what they did and saying, no, this they is, couldn't, I wouldn't have had time. I, I'm just saying like uh, this, yeah. this would be a thing to convince a lot of people if this was true. I don't know if it is or not. We, we don't know. Um, cause again, that's the other thing. They haven't revealed a lot of information, which makes me a little skeptical about how it's going to look in the end. Um, because they just haven't shown anything and the game's supposed to come out in like 
six months from now. I blame EA so, for that. But, it's been uh, so obvious their messaging lately. Uh, but anyways, uh, I think if they said like, hey, how this game looks, it's using our brand new engine that's going to go in the next Mass Effect. That would probably sell a bunch of gamers or, on the new Whatever game. engine they're building Dragon Age. Um, well, personally, I would be overjoyed if they just said, oh, any engine but Frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I just uh, it's well, it's, um, it's a weird, the, the EA, in a weird EA time right reneged now. on that, didn't they? So um, I got a question for all of us: um, How many are going to skip to number two once they hit the first Mako section? <laughs> the, the Mako sections are the best bit. That's the best driving game that's ever been made. <laughs> so you can keep your thoughts to Horizon Four. <laughs> I'm driving around the moon in the Mako, trying to get over that hill Matt. to get to that marker. Oh my god! Oh, I, I got through Lego Harry Potter. I think I can get through a Lego <laughs> Mako section. I, I will tell you, um, when I first played Mass Effect, I think I was like maybe at early high school. I think I was. I think I was like first first year of high school, um, and so I was like fourteen or fifteen. And Jesus Christ, you make me feel old, man. <laughs> Um, and so I will admit, like I've I've ended up beating Mass Effect by accident because of that section. Like I could not find it, and I was just like going around. All of a sudden, I accidentally ended up where I was supposed to be, and I was like, "Oh, I can continue the story now," because I was going to quit pretty soon. Yeah, the, I think it's the first or second make a mission that you do where you're just like, "Where the hell am I supposed to go?" Like I went to a uh, moon, and all of a sudden, like I ended up in a spot, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this works." Okay. Oh, I'm continuing. I, yeah, I I remember it taking me an hour or two to find like the one point on that one planet. It wasn't even on the planet; it was on its moon. Yeah, Matt. Um, how many pijacks are you going to murder? How many using the Mako? <laughs> as many as possible, I guess. Pijacks sound like something from British mythology or something. Uh, there's the there's the kind of like a cross between a rabbit a mouse and a monkey um yeah sounds british um and they live on one of the planets in this world you can find one of the protein ruins um i was having a debate with evan because i said on our discord chat um if you'd like to join our discord chat send one of us a, a invite and we'll invite you um the which which console would Commander Shepard prefer to play? PS5 or Xbox Series X? I would and say it's obvious. PS5. I was going to say it's it looks like his, it looks like his ship. Well, no, it doesn't. It looks. See, you've it's made the, the same mistake as the, Evan. It's the closest it's, thing it, looking like his ship. <laughs> it looks like one of the Prothean beacons, and that's why oh, that's Evan wasn't on the show because he failed that test. Um, and because you you failed, you can't leave because if you leave, we'd have to end the stream. Um, <laughs> yes, I am a bit of a mass effect geek. Um, Liam, question for you: um, I would you would you buy this day one? So as soon as this, as I'm not talk, I'm not pre-ordering this. I'm not fucking nuts. Um, I am. <laughs> I don't care. I'm no, I'll, wait, I'll wait until he's already, he's already got his pre-order in. I'm waiting until it's 20 bucks. Uh, I can't wait to play these games again. Like, just ridiculously excited. It depends. It's a, so it depends I, I, on can't, I, I can't go back to my PlayStation 3. I just can't. Just... 
Well, the, 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 I'm Mass, the original Mass Effect was one of the reasons I bought an Xbox 360 because it was originally um, a Microsoft Studios game. So you could only play the first game on, on yeah. Xbox 360. I don't know how I got the game. Like, to be honest, maybe it was 20 bucks. Maybe I got it later. I didn't realize Mass Effect was a huge thing until probably two years after I played the it first It wasn't. One. When the first one launched, it, it, was, it was still a bit niche. It's not niche because there's no fucking tea in it. It's niche. <laughs> um, English lessons with Keith. Yeah. Well, technically niche is a French word. English so, lessons um, with Keith McWumble. <laughs> yeah. We're well, moving on to your our advanced swearing <laughs> lesson now. Um, so it, it was the first game was considered to be niche. Um, yeah, but I then feel it, started, like it played it, like it was niche too. Like it, it, um, it really built on um, kind of the, what you were talking about, Mitch, that word of mouth and also the critical reception that it got because it did get a really good critical reception. And then two just blew up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I played I played two when it came out because it came out for all consoles. So yeah. Because I, so I, I think I ended up, ooh, what did I do? I had a 360 and I had a PS3 and then I think I sold my 360 because I, I played Halo only on it. Halo and Gears, and I was done playing those games, so I think I sold. Yeah, those. soon the only thing I'll be playing on my PS4 Pro will be Warzone, because <laughs> I can't transfer my all my all of my gear and skins and everything else over to the Xbox account. Awesome. Okay. You don't mean that that's the only game that's on your hard drive because it takes up the whole thing, right? No, no, because I actually manage my hard drive space. Um, so if there's games on there that I'm not going to play, I delete them. All right, Fall Guys. Bye, Fall Guys. All right, I have two. Um, uh, questions. Uh, uh, I have two major questions to move the yeah, conversation. Yeah, two major questions, and then I need to go. Okay, two major questions. One, I don't think we ever discussed this. Mass Effect Three, the ending. Your thoughts? The ending's fine. Get the fuck over it. No, I, I, I like it. Now, now, hold on. I want to state the original, not the director yeah. cuts. The original yeah. ending. I hate I, the I did, original I, ending. I never got to the original ending because I was too busy going off and doing loads of stuff. And then I, there was all the big blow up thing online. And I thought, screw it. They, they've announced that they're going to do a, a patch and redo the ending. So I'll carry on doing loads of other stuff. Um, and then I'll play the ending. Okay. <laughs> Liam. Yeah, I, I played the original ending and I hated it. And um, I was one of those people that were complaining to Bioware saying this is just trash. It feels ridiculously unpolished compared to the rest of the game um it feels strange you lied and said like ending was going to do all of these things and it didn't it was just like pick a color um, well, it's, it, it was mm. even with the new even with the new thing it was still pick a color yeah. but yeah no no the, choice. The, the thing I is well, the extended cut yeah the extended cut did add the yeah it re- scenes like here's how your decision affected these people here's how your decision affected these people etc mm. i i don't know i'm a mass effect 3 apologist like i'm fine yeah. with the original ending um, I, mean, I, 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 I don't mind. I think the original ending is a mess. Like it, it's just terribly orchestrated and poorly told. It's confusing. It doesn't tell you exactly really what's happening. But does the it extended have to? cut fix? No, it, it does have to. It's Why? it's like it's like like right. I, I always talked about it like this. There's this moment where at the end of the game the light appears, and then all of a sudden the story time and the game goes to shit. 
all of a sudden. You know, you, you have like the game is so it has so much quality, and then once you head up to the Reaper base, suddenly the story writing drops off, and I, I think it just becomes a shit show. I think it's perfectly fine the way it was. I think, well, I, I think the extended cut th- fixed it. I think the extended <laughs> cut did did nothing to change anything. Honestly, I, I disagree completely. I, th- I think the director's cut didn't. The, do anything the extended the extended cut added the option of you not making a choice and therefore dooming all of society, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. yeah and, was then cool. I, and then I think like picking people up in the, in the Normandy, like I was like, that doesn't need to be explained to me. I can reasonably understand that these guys got picked up by the Normandy. Like I can really um, understand that. And I think the big issue I think people have is they loved all the characters, but they didn't understand that the point is it's about your character. And so yeah, that's all I So you don't have to know what happens oh, you to do. them all at the do. end. And I'm you sorry, do, that's, you do that's see dumb. what happens. You, play, but, you play three games no, with these characters. No, you no, deserve no, to no, at least no, have an Liam, idea of what Liam, happens. Liam, Liam. You, I'm, I'm with Liam on this, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm well. sorry, mate. Hold on, let me finish, and then you can tell me you disagree. Because I'm trying to explain my point, and then you're all like, no, no, no. Okay. No, the point is is that yes they do show what happens to those characters but it doesn't have to explain what happens to them after that it can be left untold it can be that's oh, totally fine let, let, because let what, if, say- what if you what if you wanted to make a sequel that didn't have to do with Matt, with commander shepherd what if you wanted to make a sequel that starred one of those characters instead and tell how the world has sequel. changed due to your choice that you made i i so, love that that's okay I, I mainly disagree because of the ending of two, because of the suicide mission and why, you having. Why to... does it have to be exactly like that though? Where no, 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 I'm saying I'm saying you put so much effort into because I did I did the last mission of two at least four times. Oh, and trust me, the first like, time I, the first I looked, time that I looked I up it, all the options, just, of like what how how things unfold, and I I was just as much into that as you for sure. Well, no, but. Just to make sure that I protected everybody, that I yeah. saved everybody at the mm-hmm. end of that mission. So I I agree with Liam to the extent that you do want to know what those what happens to those characters because you spent all this time, especially after two, and in the lead up to three, um, you know, making sure that they survive this you know mission. You you want to know at the end of three that they made it out alive and you know so on and so forth. You need but the payoff, but you yeah, but you. I, I get that, um, and I Mitch. think you do get some payoff in regards to you do know what happens to them at the end, but you just don't know. Mate, like, mate, do I think you're, 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 you're on a hill kids? with a flank by yourself. Yeah, this one, mate. yeah I have Mitch. the high ground, fellas. <laughs> um, um, but uh, oh, go ahead. I, I I I have to tell you how like Mass Effect Three when that was coming out that that was a game I was more excited for than any other game I've been for in my life. You know, I, I played through the first two games multiple times, created loads of different saves for that game because I, I wanted to see you know how I would go through the game as a renegade and paragon, save this character, don't save that character. You know, um, I, I'd done all of these things. I, I'd read loads of interviews about developers talking about game. I, I just I, I've never been so excited for a game. And the thing is, is that they said loads of times, not just once, loads of times. Oh, yeah, you can have so many different endings and all of this stuff. You well, know, you do. I, I mean, yeah. no, you don't. You don't. You do. Uh, and no, you it don't. It boils down to a choice of three yeah. different colors. Yes. It, but yeah, right, well, right. I, I can get past that, right? 
but you know you set people's expectations and you should exceed them you should at least try to and and the ending just ends and and what, and that's what i it. would what i would say they did get a lot of bad mm. um they did get, not bad press they get, they got a lot of kickbacks from people who don't understand um how how it would have basically Right, I'll see if I can construct a, a sentence in English at some point. <laughs> it would have it um, would have quadrupled the development time if they were not, to... not just that. I'm just thinking around people's reaction to what happens <laughs> at the end of Mass Effect Three. So here's your scenario that you're going into as your shepherd, and people had this idea in their minds. And the thing about communication is it's two way. So you need to be able to articulate a message, and that person needs to understand how you've articulated that message and received it in the way that you want them to receive it and understand it. Um, and so there's there's flaws on both sides. So Bioware's messaging was bad, and people didn't people who were receiving the messaging didn't quite clearly understand what they were trying to say. So when it came to the ending of three, and people said you told me that my choices were going to make this massive galactic impact. How pissed off would they have been if they just had an algorithm behind the scenes saying, you made these kinds of choices, therefore this is your ending, fuck you. You've got no involvement in it whatsoever. People would have, people would have been just as pissed off saying, you've taken my ending away from me, or this is my opinion anyway. You've taken my ability to choose my ending away from me because all it's done is added up the ones and zeros from the choices that I've made throughout three games and said, this is my ending. And then I think, yeah. I think to piggyback a little bit off of you, McWomple is also the fact that they did, your choices did matter throughout that. Of course, and, they, they and, mattered and, throughout and, the and course, of course three, of the entire the series. Course. And that's what yeah. they've been saying that this one game is not a standalone by itself game. It's a culmination of all the games and your decisions yeah. in that affect what happens in your story i think yeah. and i think that's what people misread it as going as mass effect 3 alone yeah. is its own game and everything you do in mass effect 3 is going to change everything no. it's no it's the thing They've you've done in the first it. two games affect what happened in the third game as well just as like which is my modern my modern solace in my first playthrough of mass effect 3 sacrificed himself to cure the genophage yep, and same. i nearly cried same or i killed yes. or i killed uh oh i killed uh Krogan in the first game, and he and they were pissed at me because I came you back and it was his brother. <laughs> yeah, it's Rex. Yeah, um, yeah, that was my that was my second playthrough of Mass Effect. Well, one. to be honest, and I didn't think he was really going to shoot him when I hit that button, and I was like, oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, again, I was like, I was like fourteen, so I was like, he's not really going to kill him if I click this button, and he did. And I was like. Oh shit! I liked. I kind of wanted him on my team, but I didn't like what he was telling me. So, <laughs> um, right. Your, what was your second question? Sorry. Yeah. Before... Second, second question is uh, where, uh, what, where do you want to see this go next? Where is this going? Like, what do you oh, want? Do you want them to ever? Try? I, I have want them such a long this? answer for this, Mitch. Do you want them like, attempting an Like, what do you want? I'm going to let Liam answer for me because oh. one, it it will save time. And two, Liam and I probably have a very similar view. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, well, my point was is that, ironically, for, for a game with three definitive endings, I, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. Like, Synthesis ending, fuck that ending. That sucks a load of dick. It, it, I mean, it kind of works as a multiple-choice ending, but it doesn't work taking the franchise forward in any way. 
Um, like my no, personal, yeah, go for it, Liam. I said my personal opinion, and I, 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 I get, I talk about this on forums with other Mass Effect fans, and they all shout at me. But my personal opinion is the Paragon ending is the control ending, like um, picking the control ending and putting Shepard's mind into the Reaper's sort of hive mind, basically him, him giving his moral code to the Reaper machines is, is the ending. It's the best ending. The destroy ending is Renegade because it's the more ruthless option that ends up with all synthetic life being killed. The control ending is the ending where um, it, it, well, it basically also, every race in the galaxy destroys, still exists. It also, the, the destroy ending also destroys the Citadel, people's yeah. ability to travel at FTL speed using yeah. Mass Effect relays. So it basically creates an isolationist society again, yeah. which is going to... Does that basically, does that ending, because I, I'm not as that familiar with all the endings, but wouldn't that basically say Andromeda couldn't have happened? No, Andromeda Sorry. happens between... Yeah. Two and three. Between oh, games. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, which I, I, dis I disagree mm. with the timeline on Andromeda as, as well as the story. And yeah, I'll just leave it there. I, I think a good way to take the franchise forward would be to use that ending as the sort of precedent. And then basically, you know, because if Shepard was in the Reaper machines, you, you could still have them very much taking part in any sequels, but they would be like peacekeeping machines, essentially. You go like 200 years into the future and the Reapers are everywhere. You know, they're, they're just part of the background. They're, they're part of the world that you now exist in. It's nice, a nice... A, a, it's a nice sort of them being there is sort of like a nice postmark to the old trilogy, I think. And then you can do new sci-fi stories in in the new world that's created two hundreds later. They could do anything. I mean, I've people got, still I've don't got, know who created the Reapers. I've got two. I've got two scenarios. So one is the one that Liam mm. was talking about, where you've got this kind of Reaper peacekeeping force, um, and you're you're so far removed from what happened in three because of the timeline you don't know why these things here and you view them as being as a, an oppressive oh. force or you view them as this kind of ancient peacekeeping giant alien robot things um and you can therefore have choices about do you do you want to look to try and destroy them or do you want to work against the people trying to destroy them to keep them around to keep galactic peace the alternative scenario is they actually set the next Mass Effect game earlier and draw from the books um, a bit more and set it just after the Turian, uh, Turian Human War. Oh, just after. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I, would go, I would go with uh, Keith's because I think if, if you choose any of the endings to be canon, you're going to piss off a large segment of the fan base. I, I think you should be bold and do it, uh, to be I, honest. I kind of agree with Liam. I feel like they have, in my mind, I feel like they have... I mean, it works in Star Wars. I feel Disney like, just went, what's, what's the canon? Fuck you guys. Yeah, um, no, we're doing what we want. No, to be honest, or I feel or like, they could just start over, yeah. To be honest, I feel like they have no choice. Um, because if you go backwards... You, I, the, here's the issue about doing prequels. Yeah, my agree with this. You know what happens later. And so you can't really tell as much of an interesting story unless unless there's something that like in regards to like the prequels of Star Wars, I think they're actually 
I, th- I think they're told horribly, but I think the stories <laughs> are interesting in regards to like how all of a sudden the emperor grew and created the empire. I think it's a really interesting strategy that he did and it worked out really great. And that's a really interesting story, but you have like this really interesting ending that occurs where there's an empire ruling over. So it's interesting to tell a story leading up to that where here there isn't really anything interesting to tell up to this point, unless you want to tell, unless you want to tell a story that was happening in the past when the reapers took over but then um, you already know the ending to that so like what, uh, how is that interesting um, so i think i, I should I, be I, bold I, and I, I, can i just say because I, I agree with mitch uh, but i just want to maybe like build on something he said i i would say mitch that um going back in you know into a prequel game doesn't lend itself to making a game on the same scale or enjoyment of the any of the games in the original Mass Effect trilogy, even though I do think there's loads of interesting stories that could be told within that canon. But it may just not be the best place to go if you're trying to make a new fully-fledged Mass Effect game on the same level as any of the three originals. I guess the ultimate question yeah. could be, could there be a Mass Effect... I, I know they try to do it with Andromeda, but I think, like, screw that out. And just, like have a Mass Effect game take place in a completely different universe and have nothing, nothing to do with, like, the humans, the crow, like, change all the races. It's almost like you're starting from scratch and Mass Effect is, a sense, a game that just takes place in space. Okay, interesting that, races, yeah. interesting societies, you'd, you'd and need, all that kind of stuff, and not something. build on what's there. Well, mm. what's the point in having the yeah, IP, then you might as well just change call it something else. Space oh, Opera oh, 1. Them. It's a space opera yeah. series, similar to Final Fantasy. You could do it. Mm-hmm. I think. No. And, and and here, sorry. When I say like start over, it's not like everything is scrapped out. But like Mass Effect relays could still exist in other galaxies. Who knows? And maybe um, maybe the Reapers still exist in another galaxy or something similar to a Reaper. That maybe they actually come from a uh, the Reaper race comes from this large thing that actually spreads to multiple galaxies. And the Reaper is just a craftily designed creature that actually is meant to annihilate that specific galaxy. But there's a whole nother race that they can create that is specific to that galaxy, which has its different kind of race beings. And maybe you do have. Uh, one one species that is similar or i don't know but i think I you're think basically pitching andromeda right now well <laughs> not even that it's more detached like there, there'd be no point in doing this when they could just create a new ip and yeah. not have any constraints to the existing universe that they've already set up all right but I right think i'm gonna wrap up all right we're gonna wrap up um, but what we would say is, Mikey, when this launches, if you've got time, if you've got a spare 500 hours to play multiple playthroughs of this game, um, I would definitely recommend that you buy it and play through it. Dan, whenever you watch this, buy this game. You have missed out thus far, um, although you will have a baby, but you can just leave the baby beside you to, so that it's, uh, you can look after it whilst engaging in a space opera. I've heard that that's good parenting. I read it online somewhere. Um, and they're still probably counting votes in Nevada. Uh, no, actually, every news outlet has called um, Pennsylvania, and so it is over. Well, it well, they're still counting votes in Nevada. 
That no, they're going to just change they're anything. Just gonna They'll stop counting, counting it. It's over. They're just going to stop counting. <laughs> they clearly can't count. They're going to stop counting. I heard counting. that they should have stopped counting last last week. I heard they should have stopped counting about four years ago. They should have just they let them. They got up to 20, but. Yeah, it's all, it's all about the legal battles going forward. They got to it, then they busted. We, <laughs> the endless cycle of the headache it's, begins. It's, that, that's how they work, is how the how the votes count in Nevada. And this is why Berghoff's vote doesn't count, is because they basically play it like a, a game of blackjack. They put the they put them up, and it's against the House. And if you lose on the House, those ballots don't count. <laughs> right, thank you very much for listening. Happy N7 Day. Um we're looking forward to the remaster of the Mass Effect trilogy. I hope you are as well. We have been the Pixel Pines podcast. Until next time, um, um, follow us on Instagram at Pixel Pines Pod, where I've been the only one posting. Evan said that he wasn't going to post on fucking Instagram anymore. And then literally a week later, there's a post of him playing some Nintendo game gets a shitload of likes. He's a like whore. And then follow us on Twitter at pixel underscore pints where I I don't actually tweet enough. I guess clearly we know who the popular one is of the crew. Yeah. <laughs> I don't count myself um, Liam, in because I, I don't do it. Liam's only recently started actually liking the, the posts that I put on Instagram. Oh. Evans, Evans ones... Is there like a fucking flash? Uh, my ones. You, you, know the, you know the beef so. is real when he checks who likes, not just how many, <laughs> but who likes them. <laughs> oh, I saw one from Sean Connery, and I had to like that. And then I, I saw what <laughs> actually it was one of Evan dressed up as Mario in the podcast. <laughs> I still haven't seen Matt. It'll go up. We'll, we'll get it. Up. I really want to see that. I I, I, I didn't realize Evan was dressed up like that through the whole podcast. I was just like, I need to see this. (laughs) It is genius. Right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening or watching or doing whatever you've been doing. Matt, do you want to say on, on that note?